Hi, my name is Manan. And I'm Harshit. And you're listening to The Next Big Think. A podcast where we discuss things like lifestyle design, mental models, social interactions, and more. Things to help us think, do, and be better. Hi, Harshit. Awesome. How's it going? Hey, Manan. It's going pretty good. It's been a few weeks since we last chatted and... Yeah, you know, yes. life is going just as it always has because we're all stuck in the same place. Yep. But you're back at home in Seattle now. I am. Yes. That's it's been a week since I've been here, yeah. It's it's been interesting. I mean, it's good to be back in my own space, but obviously I don't have people around me now. So, you know, right. it's a bit of both. And so, I guess that <laughs> brings us to what I want to chat with you today about it's well, how do you keep yourself safe and sane during shelter in place? How do you keep yourself entertained and social and not fall into the trap of uh, cabin fever? Mm. So, yeah, I mean, let's start the very basic. I think that's a, yeah, I think it's a very broad topic. Yeah, it yeah. is it is a very broad, converse, broad conversation, and there's a lot of layers there that we can choose to unwrap. But let's start at the mm-hmm. very basic. What is your life looking like right now? What is your day-to-day and your weekend and your weekdays? One of the common jokes that I keep hearing now is, and one that you know I can personally attest to as well, is every day feels the same. You know, Whether it's Wednesday or Friday or Monday, all days feel like a Wednesday. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. I, I, I relate to that as well. Um, yeah, I think I think there were, initially there was a phase where I was like, this is awesome. I have so much time on my hands. I can do whatever I want. I don't have to put on work clothes. I can just get, get to work in my sweatpants. And I was really reveling in that, in the newness of all that and then just having a little extra time, which you save on commute or whatever. And uh, it was nice. But that's slowly, that, that very quickly veered off. And then, uh, yeah, I'm definitely at that point where every day kind of feels the same. But uh, I'm doing so, okay, though, otherwise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really am. I mean, yeah, I, I work five days a week. It's like work, work. And then on the weekends, I'm trying to do other things to keep myself occupied. Um, I read and trying to write. I'm trying to read try experiment with this podcast and try to make a video here and there and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's good. And so I guess on a given weekday, let's break it down that way. What is your day looking like? Like, obviously you work, but yeah. if we really broke it down to what does it look like now and maybe compare it to what it looked like back in, say, November. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so the last, the time that I was in Florida was quite different from the time in the last one week, I want to say, mm-hmm. because, well, one time zone difference. So work over there, I would not start work before 11, 30, 12. And over here, obviously I start around nine, just, just to be aligned with my team in terms of time zone. Um, so the routine was different. Let me just talk about my routine over here since I've been back and what I'm trying to do at least. It's just been a week, but, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I wake up and then I make some tea, I have my tea, which is all the same as before. And, 
then I kind of just lays it down for a bit with my tea. I, I like it's like a it's like a whole it's become like a whole twenty thirty minute thing where I'm just having my tea and I'm sitting on the couch on my phone. <laughs> and uh, yeah, now that I think about it, that's like really unproductive time. But oh well, I'm I'm very grumpy without my tea, so that's just I, you're, I take my time. you're you're a caffeine person. Hey, it's yeah, better a, be a tea person than a coffee person, right? True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, there have been a few days this week where I woke up with a lot of energy. So that mm-hmm. was good. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get better about my sleep too. But anyway, so yeah, I, I drink my tea. And then what do I do? Then yeah, I just... I, I, I am showering in the morning. You know, I think there was a phase <laughs> where I was like, I don't have to. But last one week, I've decided to do, do this. And I feel like it'll help. It's, it's, it's been good so far, but... I, I shower and I get dressed for work. I am mm-hmm. actually doing this. I wasn't doing this for the last, like, March, April. I was not doing this at all. But since I came back, I thought, let's just try this. I think it might might help. So I actually, on on Monday to Friday at least, I, I showered every single morning. And then I put on work clothes, which I would put usually go to work with. I was actually mm-hmm. putting on jeans and, like, you know, a nice T-shirt and that sort of thing. Bold moves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I So I read somewhere that, you know, the... Uh, clothes have memory and uh, mm. that the the kind of clothes so like it, you wear gym clothes and partly that's helpful because it's it's a signal to your body and your mind subconsciously that now it's time mm-hmm. to work out it's like and a tactile you, feedback yeah so similarly if you wear your work clothes even if you're working from home you i think it it, it would help in get getting in that sort of mindset mm-hmm. um and i think it kind of does it's just been a week since i've tried this and it, i think it kind of does uh as long as i you know follow it strictly mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah so i do that and uh, then i would make my eggs and toast and get to work and then it's uh work 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 for the next eight hours or so the problem though is that i'm at my desk which is not far away from my bed and most days have been fine but there was mm-hmm. this one day where I was really feeling a slump. You know? mm-hmm. I was, uh, it was one of those days where I was extra tired, more tired than usual. And like, I made another cup of tea, but it, I was still very tired. Mm-hmm. And it's just so easy to go and just lie on the bed with your phone when you don't have a meeting. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and, and I did that and I was like, oh no, I can't fall into this trap. Nope, got to yeah. force myself to get up. So, um, but yeah. That, it was a hard. It was it was hard to not just sit around my couch mm-hmm. and not uh, lay around on my bed. But that's hopefully it's not every day. It was just one day of the week when I was in in a slump. But you know, compare that to when you're in the office, you're in mm-hmm. a slump. You'll go. I I would go to the coffee bar, get coffee, maybe chat up, maybe message a office coworker, or someone chat mm-hmm. up for a bit. Sure, maybe it's a half an hour break if I'm really if I really need it, and maybe I could go to the pool room and or play some pool or whatever. And then I'm back, and I think there's there's two things which helped. One, I am in the office setting, so there is no option of yeah. lying on a couch or a bed or whatever. And well, there's coffee and people around, so of course those mm-hmm. things kind of kind of forces you into it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But you think there's something to be said about the fact that the office also allows you to, you know, have a change of scenery. It's giving you a 
some time away from any screen, right? You go to your coffee bar, you chat up a coworker, maybe go yeah. on a quick walk with them. It's something where your brain, your eyes, sort of all your mental faculties aren't focused on soaking in information in the visual format that screens are giving you. It's somewhere where you can just have an interesting conversation. You can get away from work mm-hmm. in a more real sense, not just in yes. a, I am five meters away and I am now on a different screen with a different app open. Mm. No, absolutely. But a more concrete true. thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very true. Uh, actually, that reminds me. So on Thursday afternoon, uh, I, my calendar was free and I actually wanted to take a break and I went out for a walk, just like a 10, 15 minute walk around in the middle of the day. It was probably around 2.30 p.m. or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was my sort of break away from the screen and mm-hmm. change of scenery. And then I came back and then I felt more refreshed and more you know, eager to get back to work. So. Mm-hmm. That was one way to do that. Uh, I don't think it, it brings back the feel of the office, of course, but it was it was something and it was helpful, you know. Yeah. yeah. Now, what about once work is over? What about once work is over? Uh, yeah, so there were initially, in the initial few weeks, there were days when work would spill over into the night, mm-hmm. uh, especially because when I was in Florida, I was working like somewhere around 11.30 to 8 p.m., yeah, uh, typically, and then that would often spill over onto eight thirty nine, and at like eight thirty nine is basically dinner time. Mm-hmm. So I'm having dinner, but sometimes I'm working after dinner and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I have actually decided that I'm going to put a hard stop at work at six pm, mm-hmm. unless of course work is crazy and I really have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, most days it's not that crazy, so if I I can put a hard stop and. Uh, yeah. So that. So anyway. So so this week it was it was not crazy, and I was able to finish work by five thirty six. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, usually I went out. Yeah, that's what I did. I put on my gym clothes and I went out for a walk, or I did some exercise of some sort. Yep. That that's what that that's what this week was. And then come back, cook, and get on my street again. Because <laughs> where else <laughs> will I go? Where else will you go? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not even cooking every day, so it's more like just come back, have a have a milkshake or a smoothie, and then just get on my laptop again. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what life has become, right? It's your your entertainment. It's on your screens. Your socializing. Yeah. It's on your screens. Your yeah. work. It's on your screens. Yeah. For many people, your reading. It's on a screen, right? Yeah. Kindles, yeah. or if they yeah. choose to read more articles or magazines. Yeah. Whatever you so, want to do, it's yeah. on the screen. Yeah. If if we're talking about, say, having a more distinctive change of... Well, it's not a change of scenery, but a more distinctive change of space or a physical separation in different aspects of your life. You would, mm-hmm. I am beginning to think that the best we can do is having separate screens for separate things. And, of course, that's a very sort of... Uh, I don't know. You need to have you need to be able to have multiple screens first of all. So like maybe if you have a TV, watch on the TV. Don't watch on your laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a TV, but then I, I have. Yeah, so you should you should watch on your TV instead of your laptop. Or but I have an iPad, so I'm doing my uh, any browsing and stuff uh, not on the laptop but on the iPad. Mm-hmm. And then I have a Kindle. So if I I've not read a book in a while, but uh, I should probably read a book on a Kindle instead of 
yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, that and then of course you know, your phone for social media and whatnot. So I I feel like this separation of screens can help. And then if I'm not on my work laptop all day, that's something that can help. Just mm-hmm. with the with, with having a, a distinct that this is now work has ended. Now I'm not doing the same thing all day. Just subcon- at some subconscious level, that feeling to to avoid that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Screens are they're almost a, they are addictive. I mean, mm-hmm. we're pretty much stuck on them, and there's no escape right now. There was ever a time to get people hooked on a product that's entirely screen-based. Now's the time. (laughs) What are they going to do? (laughs) Go in the great outdoors? Meet their friends for dinner? (laughs) It's true. You know, that's giving the rise to this whole set of new technology new apps right i don't know if Mm. you've seen mentions of this at all but there's this little app called clubhouse that a lot of vcs and sort of high profile people got private invites to i have heard of it what what is it about i've not looked into it i i don't know much about it either but from the very gist of it it just sounds like having voice conferences and it's just some new packaged form of group communication. And frankly, that, yeah, it doesn't come off as too much, but the fact that it generated so much hype, I would say is all because of how opportune its releases in terms of what's going on, what the global picture looks like right now, because your communication isn't going to be in person. Oh, actually, so I just looked this up. <clears throat> this is very interesting. This is not for like socializing or talking to your friends. Oh, it's, it's for actually, work. It's for software developers. And uh, yeah, voice-based, as you said. But yeah, it's for collaborative software development. And the tagline is something like, forget the calendar invite, jumpstart into a conversation. I don't know how this works. I wonder. But yeah, anyway. But yeah, you know, I guess that you know, points me to something that I have been wondering about is in this time that we now have free all of a sudden, right? You would have been commuting an hour a day. You would have been trying to do these other things, engagements with friends and things like that. Things that you are not doing nearly as much now. Obviously, Mm -hmm. for many of us, that time is going into cooking. For Mm -hmm. parents who are at home with kids, that time goes into obviously taking care of their children. Yeah. You know, you're cleaning your home, you're doing a whole load of other things, responsibilities that you didn't have before. But for a lot of people, suddenly there is a not insignificant chunk of time that's freed up, right? And that is creating this whole realm of how a lot of people put it, the the hustle culture. It's really pushing Mm. the hustle culture where I believe I've seen tweets that talk along the lines of like, oh, you know, if in all of this free time, you're still not getting on that one hobby or that one learning experience or whatever else you've been trying yourself that you will do when you have time, then it was never a thing about time, but rather a thing about, you know, your own uh, ethic 
Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Oh man, I've 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 seen so many posts about this. Exactly, and, and so the the Anderson Horowitz, right? So Mark Anderson, uh-huh. he he put out his blog like this is the perfect time to build. Yeah. Right. So there is so much media that's going around telling us if you're not being productive in this time, you are wasting your time. If you are not doing something new in this time, you are somehow squandering away this wonderful opportunity that life has presented you with. Yeah. And so... No, no yeah, even people like Gary V, uh, you know, I don't know yeah. if you know. Yeah, I actually have to share this. One of my friends had shared this a few weeks back. Uh, oh, I guess they deleted it. But yeah, it was uh, precisely what you're saying. And I think that was the first time I had seen it. Uh, in it was mid March or something, where you know it was like one of those beautifully decorated and nice font Instagram quotes of sorts. Mm. Uh, if you don't come out of this uh, this lockdown with a new skill or your side hustle, that, that's exactly what I read. Done. Then uh, it's not about the time; it was about your discipline or, or something. There you go. That's that's exactly yeah. the quote that I heard. Yes. Yeah. And. Uh, well, I so I generally like I'm the guy type of guy who likes these inspirational memes and inspirational content and quotes and I like to listen to them. They they fire me. So I, I clicked my like button without thinking too much about it. And then I see all these comments and you know, somebody's commenting <clears throat> that well, how can you say that? This is very insensitive. People are going through uh, a lot of stress right now. Uh, some for some people it's just enough to get by. And there were a bunch of people basically making this point. And no, so yeah, so to be fair, I've seen a lot of other content also, which, which just says, it's okay to just be, it's okay to just get through this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of quotes and, and people saying that, you know, just take it one day by day, it's okay to not be productive and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's a pointless debate, this this whole thing. Because, I mean, yeah, it, it's very polarizing. And everybody, this, is, this whole situation has affected different people in different ways. Yeah. And different people have different ways of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if if you're stressed out, then no, do, I mean, do don't be productive. Just take it day by day. Take care of yourself first, right? Mm-hmm. But if you but if you're the kind of person who gets stressed out if they're not doing something, then go do something. Build build that thing. Build that app that you've been wanting to build. Yeah. And there are people like that. And you know, God forbid, if you're someone who's loved one or or if you have been affected by this in any way then of course you're not supposed to be building things. You're supposed to just be taking care of your, your friends and your family and yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I just think it's a pointless debate. I think it, it for me, it boils down to you do you. But of course, if, if first of all, are you healthy? Yes. Okay. Is, are you healthy physically? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. Are you healthy mentally? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Now, if you have time, go do something. If, if you don't want to go watch a movie, who really cares, man? You know, nobody is going to come out of this and, you know, put up some sort of report card, which is just, yeah, you got an A in extra productivity and an A plus in finding new hobbies. Like nobody is, there isn't going to be a contest at the end of this where like who came out of the quarantine of the shelter in place with the most accomplished or with the most new knowledge gained or anything like that. There will obviously be people who will, like to brag and who will be like oh yeah you know the linkedin brag post equivalent of human beings will exist and there is very little that we can do about that but 
I do agree that you, this is an unprecedented time. And this is not something that anything in our lives trains us for, right? All of our life, we have been trained for this very specific type of environment where, you know, you go to school and you do your thing for like X number of hours. You come back, maybe you catch up on schoolwork, you go meet friends, you keep like this social life, you keep yourself active, all of these things. And then when you work, it's the same thing. You go to work, you're sitting there, you have these other people around you, you have like a group culture that is somehow pushing you to be even more productive. And people find a level of comfort in sort of that repetitiveness. People find motivations in a lot of the things that they're dealing with. And these are motivations that were built over years, if not decades. Yeah. And suddenly all of that is thrown out of the window. Yeah. So it's, it is unprecedented and I think different people will respond to it very differently. Um, and we'll get into that. But I do want to say, coming back to what you were saying, I will say I am kind of against, uh, I don't know if I want to say I'm against those posts or those or that chain of that culture or that media which is telling us be productive, this is your time, make the most. I mean, I think it's fine. But when you say things like, this is the time and if you don't come out of this uh if you say if you at least if you phrase it like that if you don't come out of this with a new skill or a side hustle started or oh, that's a bad that, move it's then i very think what you but yeah you what no what you're doing is you're imposing your value judgments on other people and everybody <laughs> has different situations and some people are generally very uh you know affected by this maybe you may not be so so that's insensitive absolutely mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, yeah. But I guess, you know, let's taking it from the perspective and, of... And, sorry, I'll cut you off for a second. This is coming from a guy who 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 is trying to do all that and who mm-hmm. does need something else apart from just uh, the oh, yeah. five work to keep me going. Mm-hmm. And so I'm definitely one of those people, but, but I'm not going to tell other people because I feel like people are wired so differently. And I, yeah. I think... You know, and God forbid tomorrow I might be stressed about something and I'm not going to be even working, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, so that was that. No, I 100% agree. And it is it is just a very tough thing to form that sense of normalcy that allows you to go ahead and work on all these other things that you suddenly have time for, which you previously didn't, right? Yeah. But I guess since we're talking about this, and since you have said that these are things you've been able to achieve, right? You are making those videos. Mm, Obviously, to an extent, is... you're not living some perfect life. Neither yeah. am I. Nobody really is. Everyone yeah. is doing the best that they can. Yeah. Right? But sure. to some extent, you are doing things that previously you perhaps didn't have the time for. You didn't have the right motivation for. Things that were always on your back burner. Yes. Right? So what is giving you the push now? Like, what are you doing that is motivating you? Or what is bringing normalcy into your life? Let's take it that way, right? Because if you don't have that certain sense of normalcy, where Mm -hmm. your normal day to day concerns are taken care of, Mm -hmm. you will often not have the mental capacity to work on things that are additional to basic tasks, right? Sure. And so what are those things that are bringing normalcy into your life in these times? Well, 
So first of all, I think you and I are privileged and lucky in the sense that, you know, we are able to get groceries. Mm-hmm. We are, we have a, a job, which is thankfully not in jeopardy right now. Mm-hmm. And we're getting a paycheck and we have a house and we have the basic necessities of life taken care of without worrying too much about them. So now that that's done, that part is normal, you know, so to speak. For us, yeah. Yes, for us, for us, of course. Um, you're talking just may not be for a lot of people. That's where it's, uh, it's difficult. But for us, it's, and that, that's obviously huge. And, you know, if it wasn't, I think the whole game would be different. What I'd be doing would be different. But it is, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And so now for the other, for, for the rest of my life and for how I'm spending my time and my day to day and whatnot. Uh, so I, the only abnormal, <laughs> quote unquote, aspect uh, on work days, on weekdays is that I don't go to work, mm-hmm. to work. I work from home. That's the only abnormal aspect. I mean, I guess there are other things like if I get out, I have to wash my hands carefully and that sort of thing. And maybe wear a mask at the grocery store. But mm-hmm. that's been an easier, relatively relatively easier adjustment that okay i'll just go once in 10 days to the grocery mm. store and i'll wear a mask and i i think i think i'm normalized to that now like um and then the other adjustment was working out in gym obviously can't go to the gym mm-hmm. so you know found ways to get around that and uh, in fact i should plug my youtube channel here i made a video about about this about staying healthy and fit during quarantine where i interviewed my my trainer who gave some great tips all right Done with the plugging, but <laughs> <laughs> sorry. What was your other question? Well, so the some... question was basically, what is bringing you normalcy in these times? So when you mentioned that the only major change in your weekdays is you're not going into work, yeah, that is a pretty loaded change, right? Because going into work is not just being in his desk in another building; it is being in this desk in another building, surrounded by people who at some level are more than just your acquaintances. Some of them yeah. might even be your friends. These yeah. are people with whom you know, you're know you bouncing off ideas. These are people whom you're having random conversations, people who you're having yeah. maybe work-related conversations. You're overhearing these things. There's a lot of chatter going around you. Yeah. You, know, you mentioned the coffee break. You mentioned yeah. all those things. You have these changes of scenery that are happening. Yeah. And it's one thing to say that, yeah, I'm just working from home, but yeah. the change is not just... A change of location it is a change of the entire dynamic right mm-hmm. so where i i mean this is a very open question and i will also yeah. give some perspective from my end but i want to hear yeah. from you is what are you doing or what have you potentially tried to do to you know maintain some of that dynamic or get adjusted to the new dynamic um well uh yeah i think i don't know i've, I've never asked myself that question specifically for the for the work thing at least Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it was a it was a new situation for our entire team and our entire company and the entire org, right? Yeah. And uh, it's already now two months in. I think we are well adjusted. We've obviously like we made certain changes. For instance, we extended our stand up time to include time for chit chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a practice now most of us do show our camera which we uh, didn't earlier because earlier it would be only on occasion mostly it would be in person mm-hmm. uh, so now there's that and uh, um, we had a virtual team event All right. and so we played code names online that was really nice fun. yeah yeah other than that I feel like I, I, I'm kind of adjusted to the to the working from home at this point You've so just forgotten what life was like before. 
I I remember it, but I'm so okay with this now that uh, I don't think I have anything to uh, to complain. Not to complain, but it feels normal to me. I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm saying that you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's already been more than two months of this. Yeah. So it, it feels normal to me. And the other thing is, I will say I have done it once before, where I was remote for see twice before. Mm-hmm. I was remote for a few weeks once, and then I was remote when I was working from New York. I was remote for an entire month. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the the work working remotely isn't exactly completely a, a full new territory, at least for me. Yeah, it was semi familiar, of course. Anything now at this point, it's familiar and well adjusted for everyone. I want to mm-hmm. say, at least in my team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, why don't you tell me what's what's what about you? What are you doing, and what's your work experience been like? So, interestingly enough, for me, I started a new job right as you know, the crisis sort of intensified. So oh, yes. when I started my new job, I started it remotely. And yeah. this was before shelter-in-place orders were officially given. Mm-hmm. So when I started my job, my company was like, it is strongly recommended to work from home if you can, which meant that they made me start remotely because, you know, all the IT people and other personnel couldn't be expected to be present in the office since it was optional. Yeah. Uh, my objective was, hey, once a week or so passes and I've done the basic ramp up, mm-hmm. I will try and go into the office at least, you know, meet some people from my team who might still be there. Yeah. And uh, as I was thinking that midway through the week, the shelter in place order was announced and we were in a long term shutdown. And so at that point, you know, my new job was started completely remotely. And so it was very Different for me in that, well, one, this was just a normal. I didn't have a different sense of normal in this new job before I came in. But a thing that was pretty difficult for me to adjust to, and frankly, I don't think I've fully adjusted to it yet, is Mm -hmm. when you work around people physically, you have a lot of conversations in passing. You have a lot of friends that you make just because you happen to be sitting next to them at lunch. You happen to be, you know, walking around bumping into each other in the meeting room or, you know, working on similar things. Yeah. Right. And that gives you a lot of context on other cool things for you to do. Or maybe it just gives you new friends, gives you a new social interaction. You know, you're able to do a happy hour with them. You're able to hang out with them, play board games, whatever else. And, and, in, and even from a work perspective, I think you get to know who does what and who's good at what. And that's yeah, obviously very helpful. Yeah. Exactly. And all of those were largely somewhat missing in mm-hmm. my ramp up, right? I made yeah. great friends within my team. And like, you know, I'm like, they're all really amazing people. But I have made very few friends outside of my immediate team. Mm-hmm. And I don't know a lot of people. And so it is a tougher task for me to actively look for social things to do. Yeah. And another thing that intensifies it is that my team works across time zones. So we have, you know, London, New York, San Francisco, which also means Mm -hmm. that socializing within the team is really restricted to like the 9am or 8am to 10am hours, really. Right. Which, well, one is not optimal for socializing, (laughs) but... Also, it's just, you know, it's a challenge all around. So yeah. within that, there are a number of things that are presented. But over time, I think I still have had the opportunity to do some of these 
So my team had a virtual offsite. So it's supposed to be when we were going to have an actual team offsite together in a physical location. I think New York was planned. Okay. And so what we did was uh, we opened up. Google has this thing where you can virtually tour museums. So oh. we opened up the uh, Museum of American Art or something in New York. And okay. we really just walked through three or four paintings. But the whole time, like, we had really fun discussions in an hour of, like, okay. just based on the name of the painting and the artist's name and, like, the painting itself. Can we guess which yeah. decade the painting is from and what the painting is trying to, you know, signal to us like what are we trying to get from the it was just a very fun exercise like really fun overall and then you know we went into playing jackbox which you know like you said code names it's just another game jackbox is Uh sort of built to be a social online game pretty fun simple things so if you've ever played scribble so like pictionary yeah yeah so Jackbox has games like <coughs> so that was a pretty fun activity to have. But on the other hand, that was like a one-off, right? You know, there have been a couple of virtual happy hours within our org that I've attended and I've met people. So these are things that have definitely helped bring some of that social normalcy into yeah. life. It's not but see, I think that's where uh, it was. It would have been a lot more challenging for you than for me. And it's a different situation in a sense because at the point where this lockdown was started and this tech work from home started, at that point, our team was already pretty set for several months. We all had good relationships. Mm-hmm. We were all, I, I knew everyone. I had already been in the team for more than a year. So there was uh, no relationship building as such to be done for me. Yeah. It was all, all there. And I think that really helps because... Then moving from that world into remote, you mm-hmm. already add a comfort level where you can quickly message and say whatever. Uh, but yeah. uh, I imagine it would have been a lot more challenging for you where you have to make that deliberate effort and then mm-hmm. doing that virtually instead yeah. of in person. And you know, that deliberate effort is something that while it was there for me, it's not entirely absent for you. It's because of the shift of dynamics in some senses. It's present for you. But I guess to try to move this along, yeah. The sort of effort that's being put in also now has to be put into our social relationships, all our friends, you know, the people that we would just meet because we're like, hey, let's grab dinner this weekend. Let's grab brunch this weekend. Oh, you're working in this office across the street from me. Let's go grab lunch on a work day. Those yeah. relationships have suddenly been drastically impacted, right? Yeah, for sure. And so what has your experience been? Like, have you, how have you been catching up with friends how have you been spending time with friends? Time that would have otherwise been spent physically, you know, sitting across from each other or going to a party together or any of those activities, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know if there's been any direct substitutes for, for a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been very interesting, actually, and I, and I have given this some thought. Um, so obviously all of our interactions are virtual now on zoom or video call or whatever some some form of call not meeting people right and previously before this uh this all happened i would uh, socialize physically with people who are in my city in seattle mm-hmm. and then i would call a lot of my friends who are on the east coast and then back home and, and so on 
mm-hmm. and those would so there were you can say broadly these two categories of interactions one the in person interactions with just people in seattle and then the phone interactions with mm-hmm. you with other friends on the east coast and and so on and so forth but now it's like everybody is online mm-hmm. anyone you have to talk to it's a phone call or some form of call right mm-hmm. and so so that makes me think that that if all hangouts are online anyway mm-hmm. and if we are I, I suppose let's assume for the sake of argument that we are normalized to this. I feel kind of normalized to this. Well, yeah. not not exactly, but in the sense that I'm used to now calling my I will calling my friends every week or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. If we are moving into this world where people are normalized to online hangouts, then the 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 worlds that were previously in person mm-hmm. and previously online are now not the different worlds. They're the same worlds. Mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah entertain me here for a second yeah so so now if everything is virtual now there's nothing limiting me to hang out to quote unquote hang out with my friends in the east coast or india or you know san francisco where you are or wherever else in the world mm-hmm. let's assume time zone is a solvable issue because i think it is yeah and you know so so in a way it's 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 freeing in that sense cuz mm-hmm. uh previously you were like no i don't have enough time to catch up with my with my friends from uh, in our city because i have to go to this party with my friends here but now it's now it's all the same yeah so now this is kind of presenting an interesting uh, and and forcing us to be honest i feel about cuz now i have to choose to call someone right now it's not a yeah. default now i'm not not hanging out with the person just cuz he's at the office and he asked me to grab a beer afterwards mm-hmm. or i'm not just playing uh, uh ping pong with the uh, with the boys after whatever or i'm not just going to go grab a meal with my gym buddy just mm-hmm. cuz he's there now it's all deliberate now yeah. it's all i have to pick up the phone and make the time and actually make the call happen mm-hmm. it's much more intentional than the than the sort of defaults that we are forced into mm-hmm. uh and i think that's an interesting dynamic i don't know have you thought about this what, what do you think so I'll say a couple of things. A lot of my hangouts previously tended to happen in pretty much the same friend group that you know was in my city. We would grab dinner every Sunday or Saturday night. You know, we'd pick a different place every time. It was like 3 4 of us, occasionally a couple of other people added on. Uh I had my work friends. I wouldn't often hang out with them after work necessarily, maybe for a couple of hours, but that was about it. and yeah like that was what life looked like is i had them and then you know obviously my girlfriend and garma we would hang out obviously and that was where most of my time went mm-hmm. right and now like you said i suddenly have the opportunity where it's all the same i can hang out yeah. with anyone with the same amount of effort and so yeah, what exactly. i've been able to do is every friday night for the past few weeks now a friend group of mine from college we have been doing board games or just online games every friday night you know as many of us as possible we get on and there was a group of us who were like 10 to 12 people and at least four to five of us show up every time and you know we just hang out we play some games we played catan this time you can play catan That's online sweet. and It's, I've never actually played Catan in person or online so I don't know. It is a fun game. Yeah. Okay. Some one of these days we should play it. It'll be fun. All right. Yeah. 
That's and cool. yeah, it was just, it's been really nice, you know, catching up with them. It's sort of re-solidifying a lot of these friendships yeah. because, you know, once I moved here and a number of them did not actually move to the Bay Area, some of those were friendships that I failed to keep up, right? Yeah. Some of those were things where important moments, obviously, I would be present for and things like that. You know, we went on a vacation together as a group, but yeah. I wasn't really making an active effort reaching out to them on a weekly basis or daily basis or anything like that, right? It was very yeah. infrequent because yeah. it was very easy for me to fall into the trap <clears throat> of, oh, I have some friends here. I'm just hanging out with them this yeah. weekend and yeah. I have Karima here and I'm just hanging out with her every day. And Yeah, because <clears throat> by default, I think we all default to the people who are there physically around us Mm -hmm. right without and without really thinking about being intentional about it or not that's it kind of just makes sense to us yeah if you would uh and yeah so now it's that it's all the same that it's all virtual it's all forcing us to be intentional it uh it's changed the game a bit yeah yeah and i i think it's a good thing it's it's a tough thing sorry absolutely right and for a lot of people who would typically consider themselves extroverts or people who get a lot of energy from being physically around people and you know doing those outdoor or maybe you know any sort of group activities like going on big hikes or going to clubs whatever else right there are people who would definitely have adjusting to do in this dynamic but for a lot of other people who previously failed to keep in touch with some important friendships for a reason that really just boils down to proximity making some things seem like more effort than they are. Yeah. And I'll have this opportunity where any socialization is almost the same amount of effort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a very, very good thing. It's a yeah. really brilliant opportunity, all things considered. Yeah. Obviously, it helps that we are living in our own apartments in cities and you know we're not back living with parents or in big family places where we would have to contend for internet access or, you know, <laughs> device access, or even just having a room to ourselves. Uh, I, I think, well, yeah, sure. I suppose. Right. But <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a very good position to be in for all of us. Mm-hmm. And I, for one, yeah, I'm pretty grateful fact, for that. Yeah. Indulge me again. I have this, I've always had this sort of fantasy of, introducing my friends who are in different groups in different you know people i met in high school and people i met in college versus people i met in other contexts and i and i have a few close friends in each of these buckets but they don't know each other yeah and i've had this fantasy of making all of these friends in beat but mm-hmm. obviously there's hardly ever an opportunity it's happened maybe once or twice where somehow uh one close friend from the city that i'm in and one close friend from somewhere else has visited and they're mm-hmm. there together and we get together and it's kind of nice I, I feel great to just introduce two people who i'm close to but who don't know each other mm-hmm. and i have i'm thinking what if we could make them meet online now but it's all the same anyway and uh you know if we're going in this direction of completely online hangout for the foreseeable future mm-hmm. then can this happen i think it's a bit tougher and i will say why it's tougher i think it's tougher because a lot of ways where people so one in general it's still kind of an awkward thing for many people where you're like hey this friend group and this friend group meet each other be friends 
or because, well, not necessarily groups, but just like, individual oh, people. This person, this person, yeah. like different friend groups meet each other. It is, yeah, yes. Right? It's not guaranteed to work. Things might actually get yeah. fairly weird. Yes. But usually, this is done in the context of a shared activity, right? Let's go all watch like a movie together and then get dinner, or let's yeah. all meet up for this sporting event and then here. Or, yes. you know, I am going to the sporting event with two of my friends from this group. Do you, my friend from this other friend group, want to come join us? Yeah. And they do. And, you know, that presents a time for everyone to get comfortable with each other without having to fully open themselves up. Yeah. Now, even if it's just food and drink exactly even if it's yeah. food and drink or if it's you know a game yeah. or whatever else it's presenting them this environment where they can use that shared environment to get comfortable and yes. with sort of virtual meetups or zoom calls and things i think the onus falls very quickly on let's talk and find out about each other and learn about each other and become friends yes. right no if- obviously the, uh, there's this kind of a call or whatever has to be uh, planned and exactly. to have some something going on, and there's no uh, respectable otherwise... escape. You can't just yes, <laughs> yeah. You can't just divert yourself from the group and just somehow meet up with them twenty minutes later, and they didn't realize you were yeah. gone because they were too busy talking to each other. That can't be yeah. a thing that you do now. So yeah, some of those and you don't even have food to focus on. Exactly, so some of those safety nets are not present yeah. anymore. No, absolutely. Like imagine three, four people on a Zoom call just staring blankly and then what will they do? They'll just press the red button. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, internet issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of an interesting thing. You know how... What that actually happened. This is hilarious. <laughs> oh, I just remember. <laughs> on my birthday, on my birthday, uh-huh. uh, there's a group of friends and then there's this guy from this other group who mm-hmm. knows them but is not friends with them mm-hmm. and different i'm close to all of them but you know so on my birthday at midnight they're all wishing me so all of them a bunch of them got on a group call there were like four of them got on a group call mm-hmm. and it was me and then this other friend they invited him also because you know mm-hmm. um, he got on and they, but he doesn't know them well and uh, it was <laughs> he pretended it was internet but i'm sure it was not internet he was like <laughs> oh i'm having internet issues i'm gonna call you tomorrow morning bye-bye <laughs> I don't think it was internet. I think it was just very awkward. That's fair. Yeah. No, another thing that reminds me of is how Zoom issues as a term has become the replacement for traffic as an excuse for being late. <laughs> like, I'm sorry I'm running 10 minutes late. Zoom was being buggy. So <laughs> Is that actually? I've not heard that before. Wow. I have heard that once. <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's all, it's really changing up how social dynamics are working and seeing how this might last. I, I have months. actually used, uh, I have actually used the internet. I used it once this week. I don't know what I was doing, but I, uh, these, it was not a meeting meeting, but it was like these two coworkers and they wanted to chat about something. And I don't know, I think I was in the middle of something mm-hmm. or I told them I would join, but then uh, I don't know, I was in the middle of eating or whatever. And I was like, Sorry, I'm troubleshooting my internet. So that happened. <laughs> but uh... yeah. All right. So we talked about board games quite a lot, like just general online games as a means of socializing, right? What other things have you done or seen as means of socializing or giving shared context while socializing? Because 
you know, you don't have the same yeah. meal in front of you anymore. You don't have the same movie or something, right? Yeah. Um, we, we actually tried the movie thing okay. with the two of my friends. Uh, but I want to talk about this other thing, which is not exactly, say, socializing with or, or talking to your close friends, but more around, say, forming a community or meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is this guy I follow on Twitter and, and he has this uh, newsletter and he is trying, he is big on creating communities virtually mm-hmm. and his whole newsletter is built around the idea of community. Mm-hmm. And what he does, it's called Get Real. Okay. And what he does is he will send uh, one question every week mm-hmm. and that question will be something which the idea is that it kind of forces you to get real quote-unquote mm-hmm. uh, and you know right from uh, something like uh, what were your uh, what are your pet peeves or uh, is there a finance is there a, c- a certain money goal that you're working towards or mm-hmm. um, what's one thing that's been on your mind that's not COVID related or mm-hmm. um, you know what what were what were your childhood dreams you know something which which is interesting, quirky, but also kind of gets you, kind of, if you answer honestly, it'll reveal something mm-hmm. relatively unique or personal about you. Yeah. And so the idea is that people who sign up for the newsletter respond to that question and he sends his own response as well. And then uh, he, with your permission, he will publish your response in the next edition mm-hmm. and everyone can see it. And uh, so in a way, you're learning about something about other people who are also on the newsletter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now what he started to do is do these virtual talks mm-hmm. and he'll invite the same people who are in this newsletter community, if you would. Mm-hmm. And I think he's also doing virtual game nights, not unlike yours, except that this is with a new group. Mm-hmm. Um, so that actually goes back to what you were saying, where you know you want to have an activity. Yeah. I haven't attended them. I want to. I should. I think he's doing one again in a few weeks. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's, I don't know what, uh, what game they were playing but yeah some some board game and all these people who've probably never met each other yeah uh you know just getting together online and mm-hmm. uh you know having a having a hang and meeting cool people over board games yeah i think that would be interesting i you know i would love to see how that carries on probably impacts how we do meetups as time goes how we have like those new social larger interactions where everyone's coming together for a learning session of some sort or presentation of some sort you know we've already seen this with conferences going completely remote Mm -hmm. and you know some of those changes happening and yeah i'm just as a statement here pretty curious to see how these things change and whether that change is lasting or is it a temporary blip Mm -hmm. But yeah, Yeah. another interesting thing, and this is one that you do have perspective on, is (laughs) dating in the time of coronavirus. (laughs) Okay. So Uh, I don't know what you meant by have perspective on this, but hey, you went on a date. (laughs) You um, quote unquote went on a date. Yes. Yes. About a week ago. That's right. Um, Yes, I went on a quote unquote date. It was uh, <clears throat> this, uh, yeah, it was this this the same community, and they they kind of 
I thought, so they reached out with this email saying, oh, I'm trying virtual matchmaking. So fill out these questions and, uh, you know, I'll match you up with someone. Mm-hmm. And I, I I didn't take it too seriously, but I filled it out just for the heck of it. I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> virtual dating, ha, ha, ha. But uh, I filled it out. There were some questions like, uh, what's your favorite movie? Where have you traveled to? And one or two other things. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah, like your name and age and that sort of basic profile stuff. I filled it out. And then two weeks later, this guy, he gets back to me and and he CC'd this other girl. Uh, and so both, yeah, both the girl and I are on the email and he's like, Oh, the Oracle has spoken. I, I think you guys would be a good match. You guys should try this. My suggestion is do Pictionary and uh, do these questions. And um, mm-hmm. so anyway, that that was that's how it it got set up, completely virtually. I've never met that guy, and I've never met the girl. But uh, I mean, of course, I know him through the newsletter and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, completely random. Got set up, and uh, yeah, then it it happened. Um, it was all right. Uh, <laughs> I, so I think, oh, yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, it was a good conversation. Good to meet someone. Yeah. I definitely very different from a physical date. Uh, and uh, the tactics or the things that you would do and how you would approach it has to be very different. And I, I mean, I was thinking about it. And so we didn't end up doing the picture thing. And in hindsight, that would have been really helpful. We just went for straight up, let's just talk. And very soon it became like, a bi-directional interview okay she's asking me three four questions okay then i'm asking her three four questions and mm-hmm. uh you know it's not very exciting that that format as opposed to you know when you go out for like maybe a, a dinner date there'll be the whole excitement of first you see them physically and then you, you know maybe you uh, have reserved a table somewhere and you'll order food and maybe you'll talk about food and you'll talk about drinks or uh, you talk about the restaurant. There's always those things to default to. Uh, and so now there's none of that. There's no food. There's no drink. There's no ordering. There's no uh, talking about the physical location. How did you come? And all, anything of that sort. It's, um, um, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. So it became like an interview. Yeah. And you don't want that on a first date. Definitely not. So, so I think having an activity to do would be super helpful. I feel like that's just general, even physical dating, that's super helpful, but much more so in, in online. Um, 100%. It's it's the same thing as meeting someone completely random on like those things. You have shared context from an activity. You get that time to be comfortable with each other and not feel awkward in sort of each other's presence. And yeah. that can really impact how the date is perceived. Yeah, and, you know, by both the parties and whether a second date exists at all or not. Yeah, and you know, this also may, makes me think, if at all, say, virtual dating has to, is to become a thing, mm-hmm. that would be such a completely different rule book, mm-hmm. right? Because on a physical date, you would get dressed, you would get ready, you'd probably shave, probably put on cologne or whatever. Yeah, and. Uh, I mean, I just went in my shorts, man. I didn't even, I didn't even wash my face. And then I was like, maybe I should have, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then should I try to position my webcam such that it can see my best angle? Or is that too much effort? Like, what are we going for here? Well, here's to hoping your future dates go better than that. <laughs> I don't think I'm going on a, another virtual date for a while. <laughs> Let's see. I'll, I'll wait this out. I'll wait this out until I can. Uh, <laughs> 
I, after hearing more about your experience from the first day, I can I can understand the I can understand the sentiment. <laughs> yeah, on a lighter note, it's yes. our podcast also just us finding a way to socialize. Is it just us catching up, as that one tweet said? Basically, basically. <laughs> uh, I think we're catching up more now than ever before. So I think, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's not all that bad. I mean, these are great conversations that I'm able to have with you. Yeah. And we're keeping in touch about what's happening with each other. That's true, yeah. Even though really nothing is happening about each other. (laughs) Yeah. All right, yeah. All right, so I guess to try and now wind it down, you know, we've talked about all of these things that we've been doing, trying to return some normalcy, trying to keep some semblance of normal life going on. Yeah. What are things that you might want to try in, say, the coming few weeks? What are things that you have realized would be cool for you to give a shot on or you know what are things you yeah, want to continue I, doing i definitely think i'm going to keep uh, keep doing the whole uh, putting on my work clothes thing okay and I, I feel like that's helpful um i want to try these board game nights the ones that you've been having i think that'll be fun mm-hmm. um and you know it, it's i'm still at a point where maybe i've not hit my threshold i think I can still go next two months mm-hmm. with by, with just talking to my family and a few close friends. I'm not craving going to a party right now. I'm not craving going to a bar and meeting new people or anything of that sort. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but but I feel like I will hit a point where I'll be like, okay, this is enough. I need to I need to do some socializing, which is beyond just my closest friends or, or you know. Yeah, and I'm actually thinking. It, it'll, it could be interesting to maybe organize some sort of virtual activity, maybe a board games night mm-hmm. where I invite a, a bunch of different people, like I said, like mm-hmm. people who don't know each other and see how that goes. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the longer it lasts, the more we want to get back to our lives before. Yeah. The shorter it is, the more we're like, okay, let's wait it out. But then... You know, this, is not, yeah. this is not leaving for a while. So might as exactly. well adjust and sort of renew how we look at life and how we lead our day-to-day activities, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, so yeah, that's something to try to try. What about you? Uh, you know, I've been doing some of those social things, like you said, game nights and things like that. I think one of the things I want to try doing more is randomly reach out to people who would have been sort of close co-workers had we been physically in the office. Mm. you know, make more friends at work. And I think that is something I want to try and do just because it is something that's been lacking in my general work day. And I think one of the things I want to try and do is one thing like you mentioned is just take a break to go around, walk around in the middle of the day. I think what I have been doing is just staying cooped into my apartment. You know, I Mm -hmm. take a break to cook myself some lunch and eat that. If I'm really taking a break, I just sit on my couch and just watch some tv but i think i'm gonna try and take some breaks where i just take a nice walk stroll around the neighborhood wearing a mask obviously and then come back and get back to work and see how that makes a difference yeah yeah i think it will i think it will all right cool was there anything else you want to add no are we good 
I think All that's right. good. On that note, I'm going to, you know, let's end this. And thank you for everyone who tuned in today. And we'll see you next week. Oh, and if you enjoyed listening, please leave us a review and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.